the most disrespected position in football, the most replaceable position in football, but perhaps the most exciting position in football. Football fans far and wide, welcome to the Football v. Football podcast. This is the top 10 all-time greatest running backs. We got OY, we got NF, and we got the Rod on the podcast today. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. I'm excited. Let's do it. Let's let's jump right into it. We also got Yara here uh, to, to to assist Nayef in, in some of his picks. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start with oh, why? What we're gonna do it? How we're gonna do it is everyone is gonna give their number ten guy, and then we're gonna go from there nine, eight, seven, six, and so on and so forth. So oh, why? Why don't you go ahead and drop your number ten greatest running back on us? Who do you got? So real quick, and I'm sorry, I should have asked. Um, are we? Are we doing honorable mentions, and do you want us to do them now or later? We can do them at the end. Honorable mention, we'll do it at, at the end so we, we know who's on a, on the list or we don't get a clue of yeah. you know who's left off somebody's list. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So at number 10, 10th uh, greatest running back of all time, because we're doing all time, unlike quarterback when we only did modern. Exactly, era. yeah. So the way yeah. I – exactly. So, yeah, the, the way I pretty much rationalized it is – we're going to find that the the older running backs are probably going to be the greatest running backs of all time because the position is changing. Um, yes, Rodi, it is recording. Uh, <laughs> is so, uh, so basically, a lot of these guys in the, in the modern era, they play less years and it, they're not going to really be the greatest of all time. That's what we're going to find. A little bit of a, uh, a spoiler there. So yes, we are doing all time. What the? Uh, let's see. He had 302 carries for 1162 yards. Super Bowl ring. 10th greatest. For, no, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> All right. So I saw a look on Nia's face, though. Um, you know, man, he was supposed to be Barry Sanders, and then that I had him at number eight. Isn't he? Isn't, isn't he selling paint now? <laughs> He's talking about Sherwood Williams. Uh, Mm. Um, and you know this, you know, 
gonna contradict myself later on because he had such a short career and durability as you'll see is something that I value a lot in a running back mm. but you know I think this guy could have been in the conversation for the greatest of all time his career wasn't cut short by injury so uh you know shout out to uh I guess you know the classic era of running backs so I'm gonna have Gale Sayers at number 10. Gale Sayers number 10 for OY. NF who you got at number 10? Uh, yeah, man, like uh, I said, it's really hard to rate some of these older players, so I'm going to leave a lot of people out that you guys might include. But uh, for number 10, I'm going with somebody modern, somebody who slipped under the radar for most of his career. But if you look at his stats, it's, it's pretty crazy seeing that he did this in the modern era. But I have Frank Gore. He had about 16,000 rushing yards, 81 rushing touchdowns. Even though he only had one All-Pro, I, I, I think to amass those stats in this modern day, uh, top 10. Yeah, it's right there at 10. Frank Gore, number 10, the Iron Man of this era. The Rada, who you got at number 10. Before I give you my number, we have to first ask, what is greatness? Is it just a, a guy's performance? Is it somebody who just performs well? There's a lot of guys who perform really well, but they're not that great. Greatness is all-encompassing. It's more than just the player on the field. It's more than just that. But you have to find a way to quantify it. So what I did is I created a criteria for my greatest players. And it's based on three things. Number one, of course, you have to account performance. It means something. Mm. Number two is what I call the eye test slash flare. Mm. How does he look when he plays? You know? And then number three is cultural impact. Was he impactful outside of football? Or is he just a football player like... Marvin Harrison, go catch your ball, go home, nobody cares. <laughs> so, having said that, number 10 on my list is a shocker. But if you look at the numbers, based on these three criteria, he has to make it. And it is Marion the Barbarian Barber. Whoa! Marion Barber <laughs> wow. at number 10. Let me explain. Sure. <laughs> he, he doesn't have the best numbers. On my test, he has a one out of five. Oh, yeah, it's out of 15. Each criteria gets five points. Wow. He has a one of which is not that great. But have you seen this man play football? Oh, my God. He has perhaps the most beautiful two-yard run of all time. That is true. When he plays, he plays with passion and love, and he just attacks people. And that's what I want to see. I want to be entertained, and he entertained me. So wow. he gets a five on that. Wow. And then he had absolutely zero cultural impact. I'm trying to figure out what this guy is. So he gets a zero on that for a total of six points. And he, he gets a number 10 spot. And he cuts list. hair. A rare what? skill in a running back. He's also a barber. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he comes from a That's lineage amazing. of barbers. He has to. But hold on. I thought the fourth criteria for you was going to be the vibes. I wanted to write the vibes, but I thought it was overplayed, so I <laughs> switched it up. Amazing. Amazing. That two-yard run was incredible. It goes down in history as one of the, be the best two-yard run, like you said. So 100%. incredible, incredible. I'm also, this is me, right? So this is not course. objective. This is what I think. I love this guy. Yeah. He also won me a fantasy league single-handedly. There you go. There you go. So Winners of fantasy. That plays into it. Okay, number 10. 
Okay, so I'm going to re, re, you know, rehash what I said before. So essentially, it was easier, I think, to play running back back in the day than it is to play now. The inverse of quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, I think it was, you know, it's easier to play now than it was then. So that's how my list is going to be kind of put together. So at number 10, I have Eric Dickerson. So he had... I went through the stats, so I'm going to be more of like a stats person on this. So he had um, 13.2K rushing yards, which is ninth all-time, 4.4 yards per carry, tied for 65th all-time, and 15.2K total yards. Uh, Played for 10 years, played in the 80s and the 90s. He's a very well-rounded running back. Um, Ninth most rush yards in 10 years at 4.4 yards per carry. It's kind of too good to keep him off the list here. I struggled between having him and Marcus Allen at this spot. They're very kind of similar, but he's just a little better at um, the rushing stat and at some of those receiving yards that he put together as well. So Eric Dickerson at number 10 for me. Moving now to number nine, O.Y. Who you got? So this will be quick, actually. So number nine, I have Eric Dixon. Mm. Um, I think, uh, you know, I kind of played with around with putting him a little higher, but I think ultimately number nine is about sounded right to me. And, you know, you already said the stats. I, I, I think he also had, you know, the second greatest rookie season by a running back I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott has the greatest that I have ever seen. Really? In terms of impact on in terms of impact on a team, Nias will back me up on this. I think he had the greatest rookie season for running. He back. came out but blazing. Eric Dickerson actually has the record for the most rushing yards in a season by a rookie. It was about eighteen something, eighteen oh eight, I think, was the record. I remember because yeah. Zeke was chasing it, and he didn't quite get it. But yeah, um, yeah, Eric Dickerson, number nine. I think you know uh, one of the greatest kind of overlooked a little bit. Um, and he definitely had that flair with the Jerry Curls and the goggles. So uh, he definitely meets it all these criteria as well. Stylistically. Um, Hakeem Ziyech, are you are you ready to give us your, your number nine guy over here? Or are you gotta you gotta move rooms? Sorry guys, uh, daddy duty. Ah, but, I got uh, you. Yeah I'll give you I'll give you my number nine. Uh, number nine I have Tony Dorsett. This guy started his career with eight straight 1,000-yard seasons. Would have been nine if he didn't uh, have that shortened uh, season. Uh, I have Eric Dirkerson actually rated higher than Tony Dorsett. I know a wise homerism won't allow him to do that, but I'll make the right pick here and choose Tony Dorsett. Okay, Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett was, was the great cowboy, right? Yeah. The greatest 99-yard run of all time. Yeah, Tony Dorsett. I remember that. I remember that. Okay. Dorada, who you got at number nine? I have Walter Payton. Mm. I know he's probably up there with some of you guys, but according to my criteria, he just couldn't make it. Why? He gets a five on performance. You can't take away this guy's performance. He has 16,000 yards, nine Pro Bowl selections. When he retired, he was all-time most, he had all-time most yards. Yep. But I never watched him play, so I, I can't really give – I just watched some highlights on YouTube. I can't – it's hard to tell just based on highlights. Mm-hmm. So I just gave him a two on that. He really didn't have any cultural impact on nowadays. Maybe he did in the 80s. I don't know. But now he does have a Super Bowl, and he, he, he has to get a five for performance. 
So he gets a t total of eight, and he gets a number nine spot for me. Wow, amazing. I love that you have statistics and like a rubric with which you're getting this done. I love it. Yeah, I because I know once we get up there, <laughs> it's going to be all math. You have some issues. So exactly. I need to, you know. Exactly, yeah. The math got you here. Okay. My number nine guy. I got Marshall Falk. Okay. Again, I'm going to read the stats here 12.2K yards, uh, rushing yards, 12th all time. 19.1K total yards. 15th all time in total, sorry, fifth all time in total yards from scrimmage. Uh, 4.3 yards per carry, 86 all time, in 11 years. So this guy was the ultimate dual threat receiver running back. I, I know if you guys played fantasy football during uh, that time that he, he was absolutely dominant. Um, he was the best running back in the league for a while uh, with the best offense in the league. And he was, you know, a champion with the Rams, the greatest show on turf. Um there are other running backs with more rushing yards, obviously, and higher yards per carry. You guys mentioned some of them. But overall, as a player, at the running back position, he cannot go any lower than this. He happened to play running back, even though, obviously, he got 7,000 receiving yards. Uh, his position was running back, and he got a good amount of rushing yards. So you combine those together. I can't put him any lower than this. Marshall Falk was absolutely dominant. Number eight, O.Y., who do you got? Uh, real quick about Dorsett. I was saying it was 99 and a half. That's what I was saying. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's 99 and a half. Wow. If you get uh, 99 and a half, does that count? Did they count the half yard or no? No, they no. can't do that. It's always rounded down? Yeah, I guess. But there's gonna, there might be a guy that does 99 and three three fourths. But, I mean, you still can't. The ball is always spotted at a certain at a yard spot, marker, like, yeah. between the ashes. So. Yeah. All depends on. Guys, don't, don't, don't do this, man. Don't. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. What the? Okay. So, all right. Before we go off the rails. I just uh, got right, it. Okay. All right. So number eight. Uh, so number eight, I have a guy who definitely had a cultural impact. Definitely. Uh, number eight, I have the juice. OJ Simpson. Wow. I, I know we look at him through the lens of, like, what happened. But if you look at him as a football player, this guy was insane. He is one of those running backs. So, first of all, he was amazing in college, right? At USC, he was amazing in college. And that translated over to the pros as well. He was an MVP. We're going to see a lot of these guys are MVPs that are on this list. And, you know, nowadays that's very rare. So, this guy was an MVP. He had over 11,000 yards in his career. And if you look at the years that he won the rushing title, so 1,251 yards, 2,000 yards, 1,817 yards, and 1,500 yards. Wow. And he always averaged um, yards per attempt. So 4.7 yards per carry for his career. Wow. Basically like almost five yards a carry. So this guy was an amazing player. It's really unfortunate. Well, I mean, everything that happened, you know, it's just unfortunate that all that stuff happened. And, you know, that's kind of the lens that we see him through now. But as a football player, this guy absolutely is one of the greatest running backs of all time. What I want to know, how many yards did he drive in that Bronco? And can we add that to his stats? NF, who do you got at number eight? Got to agree with O.Y. there. Uh, I, I will always remember O.J. as just a horrible actor. 
just horrible acting. An actor. What movie? I don't yeah. even remember him being in a movie. It's a Naked Gun. He was in the... Yeah, Naked Gun? Yeah. What's the... Yeah. I mean, look, for a football player, he might have been the best football player actor of all time. No, that's right. That that Dan Marino, Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah, Dan Marino. Fair point, fair point. Number eight, I mean, I I won't talk too much about this since we already covered this guy, but uh, I have uh, Eric Dickerson. So I stated, I think he ran for like 1,800 yards in his rookie year and then had a 2,000-yard season. I think he'd be much higher on the list if he didn't get hurt, but his career just fell off a cliff after uh, 30 years of age, which seems to be the end-all, be-all for running backs. It does. It does. The Rada, who you got at number My eight? My number eight is Emmett Smith. Ooh! Number eight? Yes. Oh, Guys, boy. guys, I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> There's one running back separating Marion Barber and Emmett Smith. <laughs> Crazy. You love you love that. You love the sandwich, the sandwich stat. All right, let's get let's get this rationale for you. Hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Yes, he is all time leading rusher, eighteen thousand that record is actually probably gonna stand for a long time. I would agree. Um he has three Super Bowls. So he gets on on my ranking he gets top top level on performance. However, <laughs> have you ever watched Emmett Smith play? It's like watching grass grow. He's the most <laughs> boring what is he doing? How did, first of all, his offensive line was great. All right, let's not let's not play around here. He had one of the best offensive lines. He just runs straight and they open a route for him. I would say eight thousand of those yards are pure offensive line yards. Mm. He's horrible, man. Just I don't know how he got eighteen. He's horrible to watch. What is he doing out there? He sucks. He can't do anything. But somehow he did all this, and so he has to get he has to get on the list. He can't take away his performances, right? That's true. Anyways, he gets a one on my. <laughs> wow. He gets a one on the eye test. He has no flair. Terrible on the eye. He's just horrible. That's true. And he he he, he got a two on cultural impact because yes, he's big in the Cowboys. Yeah. But nobody really. Emmett Smith. Nobody. Nobody cares. I, maybe I should give him a little higher just because of his blunders. Blunders on ESPN from a few years ago. Yeah. But people have already forgotten about those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't really argue with the fact that he just he got the job done. I mean, there was no flair. So for your criteria, I could see why he's not higher than that. But that's all I'll say. Okay, my number eight guy is Curtis Martin. 14.1K rushing yards, sixth all-time there, four yards per carry, a little bit low, 17.4K total yards, 10th all-time in total yards. Curtis Martin, and he did that in 10 years. Um so even though the all-time uh, yards is really, really good, considering he, he, he only played 10 years, um, four yards per carry, for some reason, the math doesn't add up there. I don't know how he only got four yards per carry. It seemed like it was more. I moved him down because he seemed like one of those compilers, you know? Like, I actually bunch Curtis Martin, Frank Gore, Emmett Smith into the list of kind of guys that, you know, not flashy at all, just like compilers, right? Uh, and I remember I, I had his jersey. He was the first jersey that I ever had as a kid because it was one of those few jerseys that they had like at, at Marshalls that, w- that we could afford, you know, that was just like 15 bucks or something like that. So I remember I had like a Curtis Martin jersey and an Edger and James jersey. Uh, so I don't know if he's going to be on this list. He might be an honorable, honorable mention, but I have a sentimental place 
for Curtis Martin. So Curtis Martin at number eight. We move on to number seven. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, he he was a lot of fun to watch. Number seven, O.Y. All right, number seven. uh, Oh shoot, I forgot to pull up the guys for that. But uh, Knife was giving me a hard time about this. But number seven, I have Brady's boy, Adrian Peterson. Wow. Um, I think you know what's funny is when I was doing this in my head, when I was brainstorming this in my head. Like, initially, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, Abe Peterson will be, like, number 10 or something. But then when I went through and I started putting this list together, I was like, there's no way I can have uh, Dickerson or OJ OJ of Adrian Peterson. If you look at what, yeah, OJ, if you look at what Adrian Peterson did in his career, it's actually kind of crazy because we don't realize how many yards actually has right i think he was the last one at least for a long time he's the last one of these guys who can put up long-term like volume yards other than frank gore obviously but um what is it i think he has like uh, okay 14,918 career yards 120 touchdowns and here's the crazy part 4.6 yards per carry like i was a little surprised by that number because Mm. The last few years of his career, you know, he wasn't quite the same player. So that means that earlier in his career, he was really getting a lot of efficiency out of his runs. And if you look at what he was averaging, it was 5.6, 4.8, 4.6, 4.7. Wow. The year he had 2,000 yards, which, by the way, was after he tore his ACL, mm. he averaged 6.0 yards a carry. Insane. Six yards a carry. That's insane, bro. Insane. He's, a, he's, a, he's another MVP, right? Yeah, he was MVP. And quite honestly, he would have had a Super Bowl, I'm sorry, Roddy, if Favre didn't throw that pick, right? I think he very possibly could have won a ring. Heartbreaking. Sorry, bro. Um, so, yeah, I think it was really hard for me to put Peterson any lower than this. Like, you know, I know Nia raves about this guy all the time. Yeah. But I guess we really have seen one of, like, the greatest running backs of all time, you know, kind of, uh, we've seen his career very recently, and I think we've kind of, like, lost sight of that. Absolutely. Number seven, NF, who do you got? Yeah, I know you guys have this guy rated much higher than this, but uh, as we said before, it's just hard for me to rate some of these older players, because I haven't seen much of them, and... I think maybe some of them played in an era where competition wasn't that great. I have Jim Brown at number seven. Mm. O.Y. probably has him much higher. I know I know O.Y. loves him. I mean, his stats are incredible, honestly. He had uh, nine seasons. All nine seasons ended in an all-pro season. And then this guy just retired from the game early. But uh, I was looking at some film, and uh, there were a bunch of white defensive backs at that time, so I, I don't think... <laughs> Yeah, I think this works against him, but I have him at number seven. Yeah. I also have – go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, it just seems like one of those positions that was just easier to play early on than it is now. Now this this position is very difficult to play for more than a few years. Go ahead, Rosie. I have Jim Brown at seven, too, Yeah, for exactly the same reasons. He he played so long ago, man. Like, 
I've never really watched this guy play. Sure, he's he's dominating. Like like he said, you know, it's like saying Bill Russell is the best. You know, <clears throat> in basketball, I go by what I see, and he kind of looked like a regular big guy. He looked like a Brandon Jacobs or something like that. He's not like in today's era. I don't think this guy would do any well. He did average. He's number six on Nia's list. <laughs> he did average more than five yards per carry, so that's really good. Yeah, but um. I, I can't. I can't shout out to Robbie for his first reasonable take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about the style points? I don't know. Did he have any style? He gets two for style because I saw him like running over a lot of guys, but like Knife <laughs> said, they're all white guys. <laughs> hey, he might be the best uh, uh, football player actor of all time. Actually. Okay, another actor. That I think That's part of your criteria. Black yeah, he, he gets a two for cultural impact, specifically for his acting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. I like it. All right. My number seven guy, Ladanian Tomlinson, LT. Oh, my days. 13.6K rushing yards, seventh all-time, 4.3 yards per carry, 18.4K total yards, sixth all-time in total yards, and he played for 10 years. It's it's surprising he only played for ten years. I thought he played for more because he had that stint at the end with the Jets. But um, he was the best running back in the league for years as well. I mean, when you look at the guys, you know, from our prism, because we played fantasy football for all these years, Marshall Falk dominated for a number of years. LT dominated for a number of years. Marsh, um, uh, Adrian Peterson dominated. These are the guys that absolutely dominated in fantasy, and this guy was the best running back in the league for years. Um, very exciting and unique running style. If you guys remember his body, he had a kind of an interesting body. He was like, you know, I don't know, not not compacted, but like a little bit stretched out a little bit. Um, and he was a great showman with a lot of his celebrations. And the 5,000 receiving yards, also exceptional. Because as you'll see, um, a lot of these running backs really, like all the great ones only got like maybe two or 3,000 receiving yards. But, you know, Marshall Falk and LT kind of led the way with a lot of these, you know, receive, like as a receiving threat. So that's my number seven guy. Moving on to number six. O.Y., who do you got? Uh, so this will be quick since you already talked about him. Number six, I have Marshall Falk. Mm. Uh, we don't need to go over the stats. Uh, the only thing I'll say is the first time I ever played fantasy football, I had the number one pick. I had a sports management class in high school, mm. and like we did a uh, fantasy football draft. We did a league as a class. He was our number one pick, and we won the league because we had Marshall Falk. I think that was Dumb. the year he won MVP. I think. Um, yeah, man. Like, listen, I I can't stand the guy because he goes out of his way. I remember he went out of his way to take jabs at Tony Romo for no reason at all, mm. and he just seems like a douche. But um, as a player, the guy was unbelievable. Uh, the greatest receiving running back I've ever seen. Mm. Like he, he, he actually could have been a receiver. I yes. think and actually been pretty good at it. Um, so, yeah, not much to say. But, um, at number six, I have ball. Yeah, 12K rushing yards, 7K receiving yards. I mean, that's extremely impressive. Real dual threat. NF, who you got number six? Yeah, number six, I have uh, Peyton Hillis. Uh, I think just that one season. No. What are you, what are you talking about? What, just because he made the Madden cover? 
No, no, I got I got Marshall Falk too at number six. Uh, but yeah, we've we've all talked about him, so let's just keep him moving. He's wearing the same jersey you have on right now. All right, Ronaldo, the Rada. Who you got at six? I'm only here so I don't get fined. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I love this. Marshawn I love this. Lynch. I love it. There we go. It's better than Emmett Smith. Marshawn Lynch is better. Than- <laughs> did, hold on. Did Emmett Smith cause an earthquake? I don't know. No, I don't look, know. Look. The thing is, I, you guys weren't here. Maybe you guys weren't here. But I talked about how I'm basing these numbers. All right? That's why you get all these shockers. Sure, he had better performance. But like I said... Greatness is not just performance. In my eyes, it's everything. Yeah. And this guy was a cultural icon. Amen. He had so many cultural iconic moments. The run. Remember the run where he jumped backwards and did the thing? Absolutely. Oh my. That was on Conan. Do you know any running backs that were on Conan O'Brien? Yeah. Like Darren Sharp. Who? Yeah. Darren Sharp. Darren Sharp. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing. He had that, I'm only here so I don't get fined. The Skittles, incredible. And also, he was pretty decent. Sure, his performance is not great. But he no. had more than one. What are you talking he about? He had a great prime. He was amazing. It, it, yes, when he he was had all pro selections, okay? He had rushing titles. He had multiple 1,000-yard seasons. He was a five-time pro bowler. Don't discount this guy, all right? He was probably the most important person in that Seahawks um, Super Bowl champion team. Okay? One of them, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So he gets a lot of points for flair and cultural impact. Thank he you. had a lot of flair. The Thank guy you. was a so entertaining to watch. Thank you. you know? Thank you. I'm so glad I will you say brought him on the he, he is one of the best postseason running backs I've seen in a long time. I will give you yeah. that. Yeah. yeah especially, especially in the Super Bowl when you're down by less than a touchdown and get to two yards. That's not his fault, man. Come on, I'll bring that up you right now. You don't give him the ball. Don't bring that yeah, up yeah. now. That's what, that's what NF's saying. saying no, I, I, you can bring up my PTSD about that. But yeah, he has he's he has the most memorable runs. I have to say, of like any yes. you know, he's got multiple beast quake runs and um, he's a legend. Even man. the one against you know he if you you got to look up that run what he did to Ray Lewis. He uh, he he almost made you know Ray Lewis do the splits. You got to look up that run too. There's so many runs from like 2010 to 2012, 2013. Incredible. So thank you for bringing him up. My number six, Jim Brown. You guys mentioned him before. Uh, 13.2K uh, rush yards, uh, 11th all-time, 5.2 yards per carry. That is not going to be replicated as a, as a career average again. Um, uh, 14.8K uh, total yards, 28th all-time. He only played for eight years. Um, played in the 50s and 60s. Again, that, that docks him a little bit because of um, the era, the lack of longevity, those th- kinds of things I think are – Fairly important, but when you when you bring everything together, the yards per carry in eight years is you know it's it, it's too good to, to keep many lower than this. Um, his overall impact on the game of football, I will say, also you know like a civil rights guy for you know for Black Americans in, in the league. He was also like kind of a trendsetter, you know, in the fifties and sixties. So he had a big impact. So impact does play a little bit of a role, but overall, I can't keep Jim Brown any lower than six on my list. Moving in to the top five, OY, kick us off. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I do want to give out, a sh- I do want to give a shout out real quick to Peyton Ellis. That, what he did for his kids was awesome. Like, that was, like, legit. Uh, 
What did he do? Get he got them all mad in games. Okay. What am I missing? No, no, you didn't hear about that. No. So his, his his children were drowning actually, and so he jumped into the water uh, to save them. I, no, I think it was his son and his niece. I think is what it was. And he jumped in to save them, and then he actually went into a coma, and so his like his life was actually in danger, but like they were able to save him. Oh my God! Now I sound so, like a insensitive this idiot. Yeah, this happened around the time. This around happened around the whole like Demar Hamlin uh, situation wow. around that same time too. Yeah. Gotcha. But, um, so, anyways, I uh, just wanted to kind of note that. But number five, the so number five, I have LT, LT the linebacker. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, LT, Ladainian Thompson, number five. Um, you've already talked about a lot of his accomplishments. I would say he's the one guy. Um, I think that I was actually concerned would catch um, Emmett Smith's record, not uh, not like rushing yards, but touchdowns. This guy had a nose for the end zone. Uh, he set the NFL. He actually did break his single season record. And if you look, he's third all time in touchdowns. Uh, what is it? It's 162 career touchdowns. He's third all time. So yeah, Medanian Thompson, absolute stud. I couldn't put him any more than five on my Yeah, amen to that. NF, Ronaldo. You yeah, got? I mean, I got LT as well, man. Uh, he didn't just break Emmitt Smith's record; he shattered Emmitt Smith's record. I think he has a record that will never be broken. He has twenty-eight rushing touchdowns in one season. We're never going to see that again. I mean, uh, especially in this two-back system that we have now. Uh, but yeah, I got LT. At number five. Okay. I think he'd be even higher if he just won a Super Bowl. Uh, but unfortunately, he couldn't come down. Yep. Didn't he – What wasn't he on the sideline, remember, on that bike uh, during that the big playoff game? Was it like AFC Championship game and he refused to go oh, back in the game? On. You remember that? I think he was hurt, wasn't he? Yeah, he was hurt. He, no, he was like – but no, he wasn't super hurt. He was like riding that bike. You remember? He was like yeah, – he, like he could have gone back in. We don't know. We don't know that. I mean, Philip Rivers wasn't that the same game Philip Rivers played with a torn ACL? Did he? I don't know. If it, I don't know. You got to you got to play through pain in these big moments. But I, yeah. I I just remember that moment. That's something that sticks out to me that he didn't go back into that game. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I just seem like if you're gonna ride a bike, get get back in the game. Maybe he doesn't seem like the type to sit out if he couldn't play. I mean, this guy put put himself through a lot. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I think you just I think you're just hating. Baggers. Maybe I just remember that. I don't remember a lot about him as, as in terms of like what he did, like almost winning a Super Bowl. But I remember that I have that memory about him. He's trying to justify having him so low on his list. But you remember how great Seven. this guy was. He was great. He was absolutely amazing. But was, there's a lot of factors. I also have him number five, by the way. Okay. He was That's perfectly rated. Yes, he's incredible, man. When you watch this guy. It was something I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen. He's the closest thing to Barry Sanders that I think I've ever seen. He was bouncy, fast, left, right. But he never won a Super Bowl. So sorry. Barry didn't either. You can't be that high, you know what I mean? Having said that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how much of an impact running backs have on Super Bowls. I'm just saying, like, what, what you do what you do look at wow. is like how tenacious they yeah. are. To uh, what Emma Smith? <laughs> some of, some of these guys, some of these some guys. Some of these guys, yeah. But anyways, yeah, he was he was a big part of the team. Okay, 
<clears throat> my number five guy is Frank the Tank Gore. Are you insane? 16K wow. rushing yards, third all time. 4.3 yards per carry, 19.9K total yards, fourth all time in total yards, almost 20,000 total yards, 15-year career. 15-year career. Nobody else that I saw played for 15 years. That is very impressive in this era. Um, he's a unicorn. He's absolutely a unicorn in this modern era. Nobody's able to do that. Every, all these running backs retire a lot earlier or they get washed out or nobody gives them money, and understandably so. He was able to do it. Not only that, but he's like continuing to be athletic now. He's boxing. He's still like... This guy's a freak, honestly. Frank Gore is just like a freak of nature. Um, it, it, this is purely based on how impressive those number is and how durable he was. An absolute unicorn at the position, Frank Gore, at number five. Moving into the top four here, O.Y., who do you got? All right, so I had a really hard time with my top four. And just like for the record, I think these four can go in any order. Like, from my perspective, I think you can put these in any order. I just had a really hard time. But at number four, I had Barry Sanders. I had a real hard time. I, I had a really hard time here. Um, and I think, like, the thing that you'll see that separates him from some of the other guys is the winning, number one. And quite honestly, like, the thing that I value a lot in running backs is consistency and reliability. Barry is, so, Barry was not the greatest at getting you, like, third and two, right? Because he's going to try to hit the home run. But he Which is, he often did. without a doubt. Huh? Which he often did. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's no doubt that he is the most exciting player in NFL history. He's probably the most fun player to watch in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I have no problems with anybody putting him at number one. Like, I do not have any problem. He honestly would have shattered that rushing record. He probably would have had 20,000 if he kept playing. Who knows? But looking at it, like, overall, um, you know, when we get to, like, the cream of the crop. And over the years, it's funny because as a Cowboy fan, you know, it was always Barry versus Emmitt, Barry versus Emmitt. Over the years, like, after, like, they've been retired, I've learned to appreciate Barry a lot more. You know, what... Mm. And him, him walking away instead of, like, just going for the record, I think I respect a lot, actually. Because, he, again, he would have shattered that record. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard for me to put him at four, but that's kind of where I have him right now. But I have no problems with anybody putting him at one. Mm. Interesting. NF, your number four guy is? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Okay. Yeah, AP number four. I think he's one of the greatest runners I've ever seen in my life. Uh, again, he didn't win a Super Bowl. And the way he f- flamed out of the league wasn't really nice to see. I mean, ended up on the Skins, on the Seahawks. Just a horrible ending for him. But for maybe seven straight years, this guy was otherworldly. Uh, I'm sure defensive coordinator stayed up late at night every time they had to play the Vikings. Um, again, I, I agree with O.Y. I think Favre cost him the Super Bowl. But to see a running back win MVP in this pass-happy NFL, I mean, that's got to stand for something. And that's why I have him so high on the list. Hmm. I thought you were going to have him higher than this. You were going to give us crap about how low we had AP. 
but only number four. So there's three guys better than AP, huh? I mean, well, I can't wait to see him. The Rada. Who do you got number I four? Have, I have Marshall Falk. We've already talked about Marshall Falk. The reason I have him so high mm. is this is he was and in his prime when I first started watching football. This was like the early 2000s, like mm-hmm. 99, 2000, 2001, 2002. And watching this guy play was incredible, man. The, yeah. what, what that team was doing during those few years when they were on top was something amazing. He had it all. Um, he performed really well. He had he had, he passed the eye test. He was fast. He could. He was a very complete running back. He was like a. I don't know. He was like what Reggie Bush should have been. You know mm. what I mean? It was so so fun to watch this guy play. And also, during that time, they actually had the 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 the, the Rams. They, they had some cultural impact. They were like the greatest show on turf. They got a lot of people to start watching football. One of the biggest reasons I started watching football was because of that team. So, and because of Oz Zahir Hakeem. <laughs> what was that? That was their great punt returner. The the first uh, Muslim guy I knew about in the league. Was he? Yeah. Bro, if you like Rashid Shaheed, you gotta look up Oz Zahir Hakeem. That's right. Yes. And you're right. Good call, back. I didn't know. This is before, uh, before I... Rashid no. Shaheed still wins in my eyes, but okay, I'll give it to him. <laughs> I agree, man. No, I, I don't blame you at all because he had 19,000 total yards, which is incredible. I think he's... That's amazing. He, let me see. Top... Uh, let me see. Uh, Three-time offensive player of the year. Fifth, fifth all-time in total yards, yeah. Incredible player. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Okay. My number four guy is the same as Nayef's number four guy, Adrian Peterson, AD, all day. 14.9K total yards, fifth all-time. 4.6 yards per carry. Oh, I mentioned this earlier. That's really impressive. Very impressive, especially given um, his, uh, his, his, the back end of his career. He still managed to average 4.6 yards per carry. Um, 17.3K total yards, 11th all-time. Really impressive stuff. Played for 14 years. So to me, this is very similar to Frank uh, Gore in terms of you know, accolades in terms of racking up a lot of those yards uh, over the years. Uh, not as much as Gore, but just he, he was the better overall runner, better overall player, uh, better yards per carry. Um, he was the best running back in the league for many years. Frank Gore was never that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, for me, I I just barely had Adrian Peterson ahead of uh, Frank Gore, even though Frank Gore's stats are all better. Um and like you guys, you guys all mentioned this. Very, very exciting player. So Adrian Peterson at number four. Oh, why? Who you got at three? Yeah, I think you're muted. And it looks like Nayef left. Yeah. Yeah, I think you lost him. Um, all right, so number three, I have Sweetness, Walter Payton. Mm. Um, I think uh, you want to talk about a guy who was durable, tough, Consistent, reliable. Um, you know, I think Walton Payton embodied all of that. Uh, he was the heart and soul of that team. I know, like, it, it's really interesting because that team was the definition of elite defense with a strong running game, right? They won the championship that year. Maybe the greatest single season team in history, uh, the 85, that, that 85 team. But, um, yeah, he was the leading rusher for a good period of time. Uh, I want to say almost like 15 years, something like 
for me to I went back and forth between him and Barry honestly uh, that was really hard for me I think I, I might have borrowed a little bit from Roddy's system here I do think Walter Pate had an impact on the cultural like ethos of the league mm. like a lot of players looked up to this guy he impacted a lot of the players so uh, yeah I have him at number three on my list okay nice NF you're back who do you got in your top three? Number three. Uh, why have you listened? You've listened, Jim Brown, right? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> number three, I have uh, Walter Payton as well. Hmm. For everything that OI just stated, uh, you know, just to save us some time. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Nice. The Rada. Who you got at number three? It's not Walter Payton. You already said him. Yes, I have Barry Sanders. Really? Of course. Okay. Barry Sanders is the only player that I didn't watch because I, I wasn't into football at the time. I was a little boy living in Real. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to this country. I started watching football, and then people told me about this guy, Barry Sanders, who retired early. Yeah. So I watched his highlights, and he was so ahead of us. He was doing stuff. That was unreal, man. It was... I, I've never seen anybody do it since. The, is, it, is there anybody in the league that's doing what Barry Sanders is doing? I can't think of one person. The only person I could think of during my era is may, maybe Peterson. Um, or, remember Dante Hall? He's not a running back, but right. just the kind of moves. I mean, yeah. LT. He, but he was doing that at an even higher level. It was unreal. Yeah. But even if you look at his performance, like, sure, maybe he looked good. He passes the eye test. He gets full points. I actually have him getting 5.5 on the test, higher than the scale even gives you. Wow. Uh, but he, he, we talk about these 1,000-yard rushers. This guy had five seasons with 1,500 yards. Not 1,000, 1,500. Maybe. And he also has 15,000 rushing yards. So he performs really well. Yeah. So if you, if you look at all that, you, you, you have to put him in a But how does he look? The eye test? Yeah, no, I mean, how does he work? I mean, he doesn't have dreadlocks. You know, I, don't I don't care, man. <laughs> I don't care. It's not about that. Does, he, does he pass the vibe test? Does he have Riz? Hey, he, he did have the visor, though. Remember the tinted visor? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going by here. Sometimes. By, by, by the Rada scale. Yeah. Sometimes you can be so beautiful to watch, it just covers for everything else. There we go. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about myself sometimes. Enough said. Well, my number three guy is also going to be the same as OI and Naif. Uh, It's Walter Payton. Uh, uh, 16.7 K rushing yards. That's second um, all-time. No, it's not. Is it? Yeah, second all-time. Wow, more than Frank Gore. I didn't realize that. Um, 4.4 yards per carry, 21.2 K total yards. That's third all-time. Yeah, I mean, this is just um, played for 12 years, played in the 70s and 80s, just incredibly impressive, and just like a bruising runner, mo- the most well-rounded running back of all time. So Walter Payton can't go any lower than this. Entering our number two, our top two guys, O.Y., who you got at number two? Okay, here we go. So number two, I have our guy, Emmett Smith. Wow. The most, the most reliable running back in NFL history. I could always hand him the ball if I need third and two, except for that Philly game. But if I need if I need third and two, if I need 
fourth and goal, if I need something, he's going to get me those two, three, four yards. He's not going to break it for like 60. He's not going to break it for 70. But he will get you like those five, six yards that you need. And he will do it all the time. Um, it is true that he had a great offensive line. But guess what, guys? You put a great offensive line with a great running back, you're going to win Super Bowls. We won three Super And he was the driving force of that offense. Hmm. Right? He had all those yards. He had all those touchdowns. He was the driving force of those teams. NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP. You want to talk about moments that in uh, the 93 divisional game against the Giants, he separated his shoulder and he came back and he played the game. That was, John Madden said that he's only been in the locker room twice in his whole career to see a player. That was one of those times he went to go see Emmett and basically uh, acknowledge, you know, what he did that game. So Emmett Smith. Roddy is absolutely right. If you want flash and you want to be excited, you're not going to get it from Emmett. But if you want to win football games, you're going to get that from Emmett. He's going to win you the football game. And I think for those of us who watched him growing up, like we knew that he was reliable, Mr. Reliable, for like 10, 12, 13 years. So I see. I already know where Knife has him on his list, but... Um, yeah, man, I, I have him at number two. I just think he gets way too much disrespect when people put him like at like six or seven or wherever they put him. Mm. Uh, I, I couldn't put him any lower than that. Well said, well said. All right, NF, who you got number two? Any, anybody who puts him at six or seven is smoking crack. I'll just, I'll just throw it out there. Um, I have him at eight, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you're you're on like meth or something. I don't, I don't know what you're on. You've been chilling with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I can't believe why has Jim Brown number one. But uh, number two, I have Barry Sanders. Um, he is the greatest running back I've ever seen. But he doesn't have anything to show for it in terms of Super Bowls. He called it quits early. Uh, I think he should have hung in there. But then again, uh, his situation in Detroit was tough. I mean, they weren't surrounding him with talent. He felt like everything was on him. But he is the greatest running back I've seen. Used to piss me off back when they would have the Barry Emmett comparisons. Everybody would say Barry's better. Deep down in my heart, I did think he was a better running back, but the fact that he called it quits when he did leaves him at number two on the list. Mm. Okay. The Rider, you got at number two. I have Adrian Peterson at number two. Very interesting. We've already talked about a lot of his accomplishments. One of the things you guys didn't mention is he has he also has the most yards in a single game. I think it's 396. He broke Jamal Lewis's record. It was one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Mm. He also... 396. Huh? I think it was 396, right? Or 296. <laughs> or 296? Could be. I don't remember. Honestly, it, might as, well, it might as well have been 396. Like 296. It was 296. 296. He was also like, I think... Four or five yards away from the most rushing yards in one season. The guy was so scary. Whenever he's on the field, you just know something crazy is going to happen. He doesn't... Oh, wow, you mentioned earlier that he has like 4.6 or 4.7 yards per carry. That's actually quite misleading. He either gets zero or 80. That's why it averaged out to be 4.6, 4.7. He is a home run guy. And obviously, I'm a Vikings fan, so I love this guy. But 
you can't deny this guy's greatness. Yeah. If you, obviously, he, he, he performs incredibly well. He passes the eye test. He's amazing. He's done so many things. You know, all the, the trucking moves that he's done, all the, the jukes. But he also had a cultural impact in a negative way. Sure, it wasn't the greatest. What's, what's, what's. Yeah, he ate a kid and got famous for it. <laughs> so, so he's, he's my number two most... Um, Best, greatest running back of all hey, time. Listen, you're a Vikings fan. I don't put it past you. But also, even as not a non-Vikings fan, I understand. Number two, my number two guy, Emmett Smith. The yards king, longevity, durability, what Frank Gore aspired to be but couldn't quite reach. And a part of those championship Cowboys teams, 18.3K yards, of course, all-time. Nobody's going to finish that. He's, he's the, he, nobody's going to surpass that, number one all-time. 4.2 yards per carry, a little bit lower, but... 21.5K total yards, second all-time, played for 14 years. Amazing career, amazing career. Oh, why? Who's your number one guy? We got we got about five minutes left, so uh, or four minutes left, okay. so we'll get through these. But number one, who so, you got? So I'm going to make this quick. So number one is Jim Brown. I think you can make a reasonable argument that Jim Brown is the greatest player in NFL history. I think you can make that argument. Um I'm not going to go through all the stats. I mean, he led the league in nine years, nine times uh, in rushing. I think he also – hold on. I'm sorry. I have this pulled up. Every year he played. Okay. Every year he played. Yeah, every year he played. Led the league in rushing eight times and rushing touchdowns five times. And that equaled the total of Barry Emmett and Walter Payton combined in both categories in terms of, like, what they did. Yeah. Here's the thing, like, so I'm going to kind of flip the – era argument like the argument is that the era wasn't as good back then so i'm going to kind of flip it a little bit back then teams were running it the ball more. the the league was more run oriented so so everybody knew where the ball was going for the most part so if you look at it in the era where jim brown played and i got this from this website called howtheyplay.com so credit to them so Rush is counted for, in Jim Brown's era, Rush is counted for 54.8% of the offense, right? As opposed to the era when Emmett and Barry played, where it was about 46, 42, between 42 to 46% of the offense. So the league became more pass-heavy. So, and we've kind of seen it play out over the years, right? Where now it's, the league is almost like trending in that, you know, opposite direction. So... I think the argument that I'm essentially trying to say is that it was a lot harder to run the ball back then. It's true that, you know, athletes got better, stronger, faster over time. That's absolutely true. But relative to that era, when it was a running game, I think it's very impressive what Jim Brown did, essentially dominating. And I think he was just one of those athletic freaks because he was also like a world-class lacrosse player. Um, and I think, you know, you see that translate into uh, his football career as well. So I have to have Jim Brown at one. I just, you know, I, I couldn't put him lower than one, to be quite honest. I, I know I said the top four could go in any order. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with anybody putting those four at number one. But for me, like, Jim Brown has to be number one. I just think he, he impacted the game too much. Got it. Solid points. All right, we got two minutes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to see if I can extend the call. But NF, who you got at number one? Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's obvious. I think everybody should have Emma Smith at number one. Uh, he Most career rushing yards never be broken. I think we, you need to have him number one for the same reason you have Tom Brady at number one. When you consider how important 
a quarterback is to win in Super Bowls. I think Emmitt Smith was that good to where he was the main uh, driver behind the Cowboys' three Super Bowls. And you don't see that from a running back. And we don't judge running backs on Super Bowls for that very reason, that they don't really contribute to the Super Bowls as much as quarterbacks. But Emmitt Smith did. Uh, if you look at Troy Aikman's stats, they were just pedestrian compared to other quarterbacks that won. Um, and that's why I have Emmitt Smith number one. Okay. Ruddy. I'm sorry. I'm gonna check. Who do you got at number one? I'm gonna see if I can extend the call. Time, but the greatest running back of all time is O.J. Simpson. The guy was an absolute murderer. Okay, he's so good. No pun intended there. All right. Okay. This guy passes everything. He passes the eye test. Passes the performance test. And he passes the culture. I don't even have to talk about it. The guy is insane. He's amazing. He's a fascinating human being, and he's the greatest by the criteria that I was. I didn't expect him to be, but you can't deny it when you see it. I just think, like, originally when I made this list, I did not have OJ as number one. I didn't think he was going to be number one. But if I use the criteria that I use, which is performance, cultural impact, and eye test, he he got five on all of those. He was incredible. And he also looked really good, like, when he played. It was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, he had an afro. Yeah, too. And also, I mean, this guy is an absolute legend. You can't deny his cultural iconicness. That's you know? true. He's, he he so is in I'm top culture. I, I, before this, I knew he was going to be number one. I knew Adrian Peterson was going to be number one. But, you know, the juice. There you go. The juice you got know? it. There. Yeah. OI is showing the picture. Yeah, that's true. Classic. Classic look. All right. Rounding it off here. My number one guy. And I yelled it at the end of the last one. is Barry Sanders, the most exciting, talented, explosive, dynamic running back of all time, possibly player of all time. Uh, 15.2K rushing yards, fourth all time. Five yards per carry. Five yards per carry. Incredibly, incredibly impressive. I think you guys mentioned that before as well. That's 11th all time. Uh, 18.1K. Yeah, there you go. Barry the carry. What is up with your screen, man? It's just not close enough. But uh, there we go. Nice. Barry the carry Sanders. Uh, 18.1K total yards, seventh all time. All Did it all in nine years. And, of course, I have to acknowledge the fact that there wasn't as much longevity here. But, essentially, he was trapped in Detroit like Calvin Johnson. And it was criminal how Detroit squandered two of the greatest football players of all time and, and just did nothing with them, him and Calvin Johnson. Uh, so Barry Sanders was my number one guy. Um, and I want to give you guys a chance now that we have a little bit more time uh, to give honorable, honorable mentions if you guys have any. We'll start with OY. Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I think you guys mentioned some of them. Um, so I was going to have Curtis Martin as an honorable mention. Um, and I was even like considering Frank Gore as an honorable mention. Um, I would throw in Marcus Allen for sure. Um, I, I was considering him at 10. I think Marcus Allen is definitely an honorable mention. Uh, Edger and James, who people overlook a lot, I think he was one of those last great running backs along with Adrian Peterson. You know, um, He's kind of like a... Edge reminds me of like a Marshall Falk light a little bit. Like his game was kind of like that to a lesser degree. Um, oh, and Earl Campbell. I have to mention. 
the position. He mm. just didn't have the longevity. Okay. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the guys I'd say. Okay, nice. Now you got it. Uh, honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, you guys mentioned some of mine as well. O.J. Simpson's there. Uh, O.Y. mentioned Gail Sayers. Curtis Martin, you guys mentioned. Earl Campbell. Thurman Thomas. Mm. Marcus Allen. Priest Holmes. Criminally underrated. Yeah, he had a good stretch there for like two or three years. He did, he did. Um, Him and Larry Johnson. Terrell Davis. Mm, very short stretch, too. Sean Alexander. There we go, I like that one. Tiki Barber. Mm, Hayfield's own. Jerome Bettis. Edron James, of course. What about uh, Ricky Williams? Ricky Williams, why not? Ricky Williams. Uh, guess all those guys that both of you guys mentioned didn't make it on my honorable mention. Jamal Lewis, yeah. Corey Dillon. Oh, Corey Dillon, U Dub. Wow, I can't believe nobody's mentioned these three guys. Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters. You're just gonna go Thomas through everybody. Jones. Thomas You're Jones. You're just going through. Come on. What are you going, what Jones. Are you going through? He's he's Troy going through all Ham, that. Troy Hambrick. Get out of here. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. All right. Okay. 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 Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. I'm on. Right, so I, I only have three guys on my honorable mentions, and they are purely the only reason I picked those guys. It's purely for butter purposes, and what I mean by that is how buttery <laughs> were they at their prime? And buttery is a term what? I use for just smooth. Just when you watch him carry the ball, it just looks so good, man. Oh, they don't fumble it. No, no, it's it just butterfingers. Okay. It, it looks nice, and number one for me is Arian Foster. Wow. This guy. He looks smooth. He looks smooth. Oh, my God. Butter. Gazelle. He looked like a gazelle running, yes. running the football. Unreal. A second is Jamal Charles. Oh, my God. Jamal Charles. Yeah, that's that a good one. So fun to watch. Yeah. The third guy, they said this guy was going to be great. I don't know what happened to him. But he had one year where, God, it was so beautiful to watch him play. Larry Johnson. Yeah. Of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. That's a good one. The butteriest of them all. Yeah, I agree. Those are good ones. My honorable mention list here, uh, Marcus Allen. He was barely left off my top ten list. It was between him and Eric Dickerson. They were very, very similar. Um, very impressive as a receiver, five, 5K uh, receiving yards. Jerome Bettis, you have to put him in there. He's like eighth all-time in total yards, but he had 3.9 yards per carry. Very, very, very low. He was like a plotter, a compiler. Tony Dorsett, I think you guys, uh, I think maybe I've had him on, on the list here. Um, again, well-rounded, kind of like Marcus Allen, uh, but you know this guy didn't have any any receiving stats. Um, just overall, a little lower than him. Jamal Charles had him in mind as well. This guy averaged 4.5 yards per carry. That's fifth all time. That's that's is really his claim to fame here. 4.5 yards per carry. Um, that's going to be very tough to beat. Uh, but just the injuries plagued him his whole his whole career. Corey Dillon, you guys mentioned him before. He had a nine-year career, sneaky, impressive, and efficient career. He finished 20th all-time in um, in total rush yards. Um, and then finally, a guy, there's only one guy that currently plays in the league that I think could possibly crack this list. Can you guys guess who it is? Each of you yeah, get one guess. No? Oh, what? Wow. Who do you think? One guy still in the league? That's in the league right now that I think could crack this list. Who do you think? Josh Jacobs? No. Not for me. Who do you think, Rudy? Veteran? Oh, are you going to say Saquon? No. Oh, my. No, I know who he's going to say. Who? The Minnesota 
Vikings running. No, no. not him. Nick Chubb. Okay, this guy has 6.3K total yards. He's 81st. He has 5.2 yards per carry, which is sixth all-time. Incredible. He's only been playing four years. So, it's like I said, it's very unlikely that any running back ever cracks this list. But of all the guys that are currently playing in the league, he has somewhat of a chance if he stays healthy. He is on a trajectory to, break, to, to, to crack this list at some point, but he has to play for like another at least like 10, 11, 12 years. But, 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 but Baggers, uh, the problem is they don't run the ball as much anymore. I don't think any of these modern-day running backs are even going to come close. Their yeah. careers are a lot shorter. Plus, he was sharing the ball a lot. So I think now if he's going to be the, the number one back, which I still don't think, I still think they're going to have two running backs just because that's Maybe. just the way of the league right now. Yeah, no, I'm, but, uh, yeah. Derrick Henry, I, I, mean, mo- I mean, if you're talking modern-day running backs, Derrick Henry is almost like a throwback. He is the best of the modern-day running backs, but he's not going to crack this list because his, his career is yeah. going to end soon. Same with Zeke. Those guys are kind of like yeah. the two uh, best right now that are still in the league, but they're, they're kind of sputtering out a little bit. But Nick I Chubb agree. has only been played for four years. And he had he, but he needs to stay on his trajectory. He's the only one that has a chance. In my book. Do you guys remember Garrison Hurst? Didn't he also have a ninety-nine yard run? Uh, no, but oh, okay. I just thought he had ten thousand career yards, which I did yeah, not he was know. Good. I know he was, he was good. really good. Mm. I know and he was, was injured too. If he if yeah. he didn't get hurt, he would have been. Dude, no, I nobody showed love to Priest Holmes, man. You guys don't remember that? I do. Brief prime of Priest Holmes, like yeah. three or no, four years. Like Three-year run where he was yeah three like to four years where he was just incredible man yeah. and guess who came and took his spot Larry Johnson yeah yeah they were both like very very similar Priest Tones was yeah, a little they... bit better but indeed uh, so are we are we gonna do running back coaches no 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 no, no, no. no? skip feet number one we're already at over an hour at this point so I want to let you guys go but I really appreciate you guys jumping on here. This is a really fun, exciting podcast. Enjoyed hearing all your lists. Wide and and wide next, receiver. we are getting to wide receivers. That will be our next list, the top 10 wide receivers coming up. Um, I want to thank all, all the viewers. Huh? Wayne McGarity. Wade, Wade McGarity. They don't even know who that is. I have no idea who that is. Um, I but I want to thank everyone for, for watching this. Uh, Rodney, you're saying stay, stay on for a second? What is that? <laughs> he can edit that out edit that out edit that out yeah no keep it in it's funny okay I was gonna say end the recording but stay on end the record no no why I don't get that why because I wanna talk to you oh gotcha 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 okay 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 well thank you all for listening I really appreciate it this has been the football v football podcast if you're watching on YouTube right now, thank you. It's been over an hour. Please go ahead and subscribe, share, comment, do all that good stuff. If you're listening on a podcast platform, if you have Spotify, follow us on Spotify. But anything, Apple Podcasts, we're on all of them at this point. Um, follow us on there. Give us a rating. I really appreciate it. Um, and that's it. That's the top 10 running backs of all time. Next up, wide receivers. OY, NF, the rider. I'm baggers. <laughs> Have a fantastic day, football fans.